This is Tipstar's Group 1 horse racing throughout Australia, and we're here to examine the big races and the betting strategy for today. And they're off. What a great start to the final day of this South Australian carnival, cultivating with the mouth-watering Goodwood over 1,200 metres. Hey, I'm Lucky Nick. And I'm the Professor. And I think culminating was the word you're looking for. That's not what I've typed up here. Okay. I'm just reading what I typed up. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> well, what does the word I say mean? I've got no idea. Cult, cultivating, like it's like a cult. Oh, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Uh, so listeners contacted me last week, Gary, on Mailbag and said that one of you thinks it's the thinks it's the professor claimed a few weeks back that racing would go into hibernation on a Saturday and we were doing the podcasting tips to a non-race meeting that would never meet and never race. Well, credit to the racing industry as it's still standing better than it ever has, looking like a true survivor. What does your magic program compute, think about that. <laughs> Look, I blame ScoMo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, four or five weeks ago, he told us all we had to hibernate. The economy was hibernating. We all got to hibernate. You know what he said last week? Change your doona. Get out from under the doona. Yeah, I only just got change, to sleep. Change your stinking doona. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. So you're not blaming the computer? You're blaming... Um, the polit- politicians of the country. I always blame the Prime Minister. <laughs> Why not? It doesn't matter who he is. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, recapping uh, the Derby Day. How'd we go? Yeah, good question. Um, well, it was a good quaddy, which we didn't get. Quaddy paid 13 grand, which was great. Would have been fantastic Ooh. to get a share of that. Yeah. We got two, but um, that's the short story. The longer story is... We, uh, we went wide in the leg that the roughie came in, the 26 to 1 shot came in. Yeah, we got, well, that was our field leg. So that that, was, sorry, that was our field leg. That was a, we nailed the field leg because yeah. that's what we do the field leg for, to get the ones we would never back ever. Yeah, so that was perfect. And then the last leg, a 15 to 1 shot came in, which was a surprise because we actually had that in the system at 6 to 1. Um, and when it went, it blew out to 15. So it all, all of a sudden became a really good bet at 15 and then it won. So we actually could have had that in our quaddy. Well, I single ticked that too. The system liked it. Yeah. And once again, we just misread the tea leaves. Yeah. And then the other one that we didn't, I, I did, the system didn't pick it at all, was that I could picked it, Russian Camelot at about oh. five to one, but that thing just crammed yeah, we got it. That. Yeah, we had it. We, we ended up, we put it in. Um, but we but could that, have gone one out on that. It was we, such big, seemed like it was such so an obvious. obvious Everyone, it was coming in so much, ended up being the favourite. Came in all day. Yeah, and now it's a favourite for the Melbourne Cup, Gary. So wow, you know, it's um, it's 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 gonna if it gets into the Melbourne Cup, it could be a real lightweight chance, couldn't it? I mean, it's a favourite, but it'll be on, it'd have to be on a lightweight. It's it's like a three year old, maybe a four year old then. You yeah, know, in yeah. spring, but but a derby might even just qualify it just by winning a derby. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what it needs to win. Certain to races just get it straight in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like the Bart Cummings gets you straight in. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, what did we uh, do? So what did we learn from that week? Uh, the system was a roundabout, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, roundabout. But again, you know, just a, a couple of near misses cost you at the end of the day. See, our performance this year since we've done the podcast. So there's you know pre-podcast performances. We got four quaddies in a row during the spring carnival, and I think um, the system. The same system is still presenting winners on a platter. Uh, but last year we selected our picks on the day, while now we're predicting a couple of days out so we can do the podcast. And I reckon if we were still picking on a day, I claim, it's just a claim, we would have got every quaddy this year, and that's no small feat. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know about that, but I do think that if we'd done our quaddy on Saturday morning, the last one, we probably would have gone one out on that Russian Camelot. But from a distance. Which means we would have definitely been, you know, because the thing that the, in the first leg was like the third pick, won the first leg. Yeah. And then we picked like the last other two legs we got. So, you know, that's a 13 grand quaddy. And the one out came like lost by a head. But the one out lost by, yeah, that was, that was a close race. Yeah, the, the Mother's Day one. But yeah. right now, just been a couple of days out, that's the only change we've made and mm. we're not having the same success that we had. And it's a bit like like we're learning to read tea leaves from a tea bag, you know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so scoreboard, how are we going? Well, the scoreboard is sort of jumping around a bit because we've only been doing the scoring for a few yeah. day, a few weeks. So right? how's it going? Who's so, jumping out at the... Um, I've, I've still got the system at 111. Yep. So it's just slightly ahead. I've still got the posties who actually didn't place a bet last week at 90, so just slightly behind. And Tony's down on um, yeah, well, zero. Long shot. Now, I actually put you in on a couple of horses, um, which came nowhere, which puts you on zero as well, but you're likely to say you didn't really pick them, right? Well, don't put words in my mouth, but I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not really playing that game. You put me on the spot last week. I want I want to be measured more on, like, where do we do the quaddy? That's all I've always made that decision. And, you know, the way I do it, Flemington this week versus Morfittville, and I do the stats on which one's going to perform better, and I want to be measured against that. So which one do we do? I'm predicting right now Morfittville will pay more than 35% more than Flemington. Now, that's not fair if it's 34 or 36 or something. You know, the general gist of it is, is like, give me a performance if I hit it on the nose and give me, if I'm close to the pin, give me that. But I'm predicting Morfittville will, will pay 35%, so we're doing it at Morfittville. So, so if, um, if Melbourne pays 1000 and Morfittville pays like $13.50, um, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah, and if like more, okay. so, I get it. Yeah, yeah Morfittville. If if Flemington paid ten grand and Morfittville pay thirteen grand, five hundred again. But yeah, if it right. pays thirteen grand, it's close reckon, enough to ride. Yeah, yeah so you come you come up the rules, but I would nearly nail that every single week. I reckon. But if Morfittville pays less than Flemington, you're not right. You'll just take a point off me or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll put you down for that system. <laughs> so you don't have to pick the quaddy, right? That's that's the whole point. You don't have to pick the quaddy. No, I don't pick the quaddy because that's um, I don't have a computer system like you do. Let's go to the ads. You can also win with Jim Bradley Speedball. Take the Jim Bradley 14-day Speedball Challenge so you can stay both physically and mentally fit if you ever need to self-isolate. Just Google Jim Bradley Speedball. 
Sean Marsh, his band I Kiari, has lent us that very cool riff from their hit 783. So with his sister Siobhan doing the talking, what a talented pair. Gazza, do you know what 783 stands for? Clue. No. Clue. I'll give you a clue because then you'll work it out straight away. What's 783 kilometres from Frankston? Morford Pill. That's what the song's about. You're kidding me. Yeah. That's how relevant that just came out. Like, you why, know, when I was why talking. have they done that? Because he was on a bus to Adelaide, yeah. which is Morphville's in Adelaide. Yeah. And he left Frankston and they yeah. just wrote it. You know, young kids, they write that sort of stuff on the bus. Oh, wow, that's an omen, isn't that's it? That's right. Should, so have have gone, t- should have gone to pick a horse for you. It all ties in. I know Marshy's going to pick the next horse for us. <laughs> so well done. So we're up to the Goodwood, which, um, you know, the last big race in Adelaide. Well done, well done, South Australia, even though you don't like playing football. <laughs> so it's uh, weights and penalties, Gary. It used to be a handicap, oh, you know, like weights and penalties. What? It's a bit, that's a bit nebulous, isn't it? Yeah, set What's weights, a set weights sounds like weight for age. Yeah, it sort of then is. then you get a penalty. Yeah. For what, being a naughty horse. Yeah, well, that's right. No, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're really not paraded very well. You're shat when you're doing a parade. And <laughs> how much can a penalty be? Who knows? Like, but, like, it's – um, it's uh, they re- the reason why they made the change was that the best horses weren't, weren't going in because it was a handicap. And I think on those sprints particularly, those best horses get handicapped out too. They don't like the, you know, the big weights, you know, so yeah, but you does get, that make sense? You get a lot of good up-and-comers when it's handicapped, you know, because they... I like handicaps, like yeah. the Oakley Plate and all that. Yeah, so they get a light weight because they're an up-and-comer, and then when they win it, they get, they're on the heavier weights, but you realise oh, that is a truly good horse. Yeah. Um, and they can attract bigger fields too because of that, because they've got the handicap. In saying that... I like a weight for age or these weight penalties or whatever you call them. Um, but, you know, and I think it's a really good field. I, I reckon it's a really good race. Uh, so who do you like? In the Goodwood? Yeah. In the Goodwood, believe it or not, there's I, – I personally, I like quite a few of them, um, including Behemoth. Um, but, but, but if I look at the system, it's got um, Guy Trash. Guy, guy Trey. Guy Trey. And order of command, both level pegging as favourites. So that really surprised me because order, order of command, command yeah, thirteen dollars. Yeah, he was one I would just skip over. When I saw all the other names, like you know, Sun, um, well, BM with the Lear, Zylong, um, those ones there, I just thought, wow, they're all great horses. And then all of a sudden, this thing, order of command, I hardly know it has come up. As yeah, it has won in its last two races, but you know, one it's gone under the Warnable, wasn't it? It's gone under the radar. Warnable. Mate, that's a, one of the biggest bloody carnivals going around midweek. Yeah, so one of, yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so get my head around that. I actually double-ticked that. I double-ticked the same two you liked. I double-ticked them both. And so I'd be happy to go out one out on those. But we're going – We're going. what are we doing this leg? We're going field, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to go to field on this leg because there's so many. Like, you know, Zylong hmm. – did you see Zylong run last week? Yeah, one, didn't it? Yeah, but – but, Barriers opened and it was it was like Jungle Edge. It just went. It was that, already two lengths well, ahead. Jungle Edge is in here as well. It's another one. Like they're just going to go. They're going to fly. Throw yeah. sunlight, trekking, Santa Ana Lane. You know, like it's no. And, and my one, Amberti. I love that Amberti horse. It came fourth and it was yeah. seventy to one. Now it's actually still seventy to one. <laughs> so it hasn't come up a peg. Yeah. But and yeah. what's that other one that can, um, Zoo Zeus? Oh, yeah, you, that's one you like. Yeah, Zutori. Zutori. So that, they freshen that thing and it runs really well. And it ran really well in the, um, against um, 
Pippi oh. uh, in the Oakley Plate. Oh, yeah, when it won, yeah. Yeah, and that oh, was that's a, right, it flew in, didn't it? Yeah, that, it flew home, and yeah. that was a track record that yeah. day, and it had been freshened, and they've done it again. They've freshened it up a bit, so. Well, it's a great it's a great field leg because there is a lot of long shots that have got a really good chance. Yeah, um, yeah. So but we'll get to the quaddy in a minute. I just want to mention, um, you know, like uh, just not that we're including this, in, just throwing it in on you, Gary. Black bookers, which to people out there, black bookers means follow this horse. Well, guess what? I saw Ocean X is running uh, back in um, from its win in Morville. It's running at the in the Andrew Ramsden at Flemington. Do you know the significance of that? No. The winner is balloted in to it's. I think the Andrew Ramsden is the fifth balloted exempt race for the Melbourne Cup. Oh, okay. So it's 2,800 and the winner, and it's like the third favourite, the winner gets in the Melbourne Cup. Now, wouldn't this be the year to have a horse in the Melbourne Cup with the potentially yeah. no, no overseas yeah. horses? Yeah. I mean, wow, wasn't that amazing? Yeah, so, you'd expect a local horse will, you know, this is the chances for well, the local This horses. is the back door wide open. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, like, look at the race. It's like, it's not a, it's got a lot of horses it can beat. Like, you think there'd be a lot of horses going in this. Like, Russian Camelot last week, why wouldn't they just be going, let's get this in there, get in the Melbourne Cup? I reckon that might already be in, you know, it's, after a derby win. Yeah, well, you might be right. I don't I don't think it is. I don't think it's one of the run-ins to it, but I bet it'll get in. But, you know... It won that easily. It's going to win the derby or something. It'll win something beforehand, won't it? Well, it can't go in the derby again. Because <sighs> the next... The, the Victorian derby's for three-year-olds. It'll be four then. Yeah, well, what, what's, what's, what do the four-year-olds have? Nothing. Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Cup. <laughs> we can get in. But, you know, the UK and is starting to um, relax its uh, restrictions around coronavirus, right? Mm. And we're starting to, to do that here too. So, you know, let's just say horses have to be out here by July mm. to get ready for the Cup. Yeah, we could start seeing some come out. We possibly could, but I think a lot of – they might have had a, a – a, they might have not had the runs they might have had and the training they might have had. It might be but lots they'll of They'll have them over there, won't they? Possibly, yeah. but they might not too. They might have had issues back home. You know, there could be some illness and there could be all sorts of things happening. Did you see... Disruption. Did you hear the Queen um, contacted ScoMo to find out if everything was all right in Australia? And then she said, oh, I'm really glad you kept the racing going. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you were a doubter, Gary. Put your hand up. He's put his hand up. He's put both hands up. <laughs> hey, um, the other reason why... Sorry, I what am I doubting? Yeah, about... <laughs> the, the, other me- <laughs> um, the other mention... Uh, the other reason why I mentioned about black booking was the posties, La Filet is running. Oh, yeah, they love it. And they're just yeah. on... He's just all over it. Yeah. Yeah, last time I asked him for a horse, oh. he goes, La Filet, I said, it's not running. He goes, well, it'll win next time. Uh, he's just, he's just, he's just, he's on it. I said to Gary, I said, you know, how do you know he's like, why do you, how do you know he loves it that much? He goes, he actually wears La Filet's colours to work. He's got a shirt made. <laughs> the rest of the posties are in yellow and he's like a jockey on his bloody motorbike going like, with the number La Filet's. Who loves him. So that's, so that's our new black booker. So we call it the Pig's Black, black Booker, La Filet. He actually had a couple of others if you're interested. Yeah. What is he, who else he like? He liked Behemoth in the, uh, the main race, in the yeah. Goodwood, yeah. Um, mm. And he also said, "Don't don't leave sunlight out of your numbers yet either." Like it's mm. struggled over the last. Like I, f- I forget when it won last that thing, but it was a really good horse not that long well, ago. Well, let's make sure we throw both those in our quaddy leg on we'll, that leg. We'll throw them in our field. Yeah, we'll throw. <laughs> <laughs> we won't kick them out, even if they get scratched. We're putting them in. 
so let's go through the quaddy, Gary. Race six, the first leg. Um, who do we like? Well, we've get, we're going to go for Oasis Girl, six lengths winner last start. It's um, it's big it, margins, I think. I love it. Yeah, because it's in form that horse. Yeah, because there's nothing. There's no extra money for winning by a big margin. All you're going to get is a handicap. So the jo- there's no reason why a jockey would keep a horse going other than the fact that it's just that much better, you know. He might not know they're that far behind him. Um, he would know. He might not. They're not all that smart. Got a little mirror on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Look in your mirror. Um, yeah, because it's a 2,000-metre race, so we, we're nearly tempted to go one out, but we're going to go throw in Girl Tuesday, the favourite. Yeah, and look, the system put down Fidelia, Fidelia at um, Fidelia. Yeah, at six to one, and it's fourteen. So look, that's a good bet. It's for, what Gary means is six to one on his system, but it's fourteen to one. And you're like, that's what you get. So that's they're the ones we're looking for. So we're throwing that one in. So we're going three out in that league, and the race seven, we're going one out. This is our basically our um, leg that we're uh, backing the favourite. Which is Harbour Views. Yeah, yeah, one out there. So you also like the Seabrook in that too, don't you? Yes, yeah, so, well, the system had Seabrook as the favourite, five to one, and had Harbour Views at six. So we're taking a bit of a risk there. We're going against the system because, like, Seabrook like, has never won over that distance, and I think that was enough to just mm. swing it, even though... Normally the system's right. Normally, well, we'll be kicking ourselves, you know, next well, time. If I say to Gary afterwards. I say afterwards we're having a, you know, beer, and I say, why can't you read those tea leaves? And he goes, he said last week, he goes, I'm a coffee drinker. It's a problem, <laughs> right there. There's your problem. So um, the when we're going field in the uh, in the Goodwood, which we talked about, the um, it's 1200 sprint again, and we're coming home. Which is, I love this. If we can just hang in on those first couple of legs, we're going to come home and go six six out, which means that we can lay off because we'll only have a few horses to lay off if we're still hanging in there. Do you remember that time we're at Caulfield and we had Nico and his old man with us? and his old man's the accountant, they weren't that interested in the race. No. But when we got to the last race and we had six horses in it, we said, let's lay off on the rest. They were like, well, what are you talking about? And we said, it's like insurance, you know. You just put a little bit on this, enough to win win for the day. Well, Jesus, did were they all over that as accountants? They loved it. Yeah. I end up getting picked up from the pub at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a big night in the <laughs> it was end. It a big night. That's what's going to happen this Saturday night too, except for the fact that I've got the grandkids. So um, the, the overview is uh, we're going, um, Gary, we're going... The th- the, well, we went, we went uh, the three out, so Oasis Girl, Girl Tuesday and Fidella. Harbour Views was our one out, and then we went Field and uh, the six out. And, and we will you know, uh, lay them up on the, put them in the... <laughs> uh, one thing I did need to mention first before we do the nay, so we'll do another nay in a second, <laughs> was... Uh, the uh, long shot, Tony's long shot, a ray of sunshine in the last, 50 to 1. And we're not picking it in our top six, but we'll be laying off with it for sure. So um, that's, now that's number not, 19. That hasn't got a, ra- got a uh, run yet, has it? No, it's an emergency. <laughs> when, not, he comes, when he picks a long shot, they are long. He's not giving they? us our best work, is he? He's giving yeah. us his real long shots. But 50 to 1, I love hearing 50 to 1, because that means if you put a dollar on, you win 50. If you put $10 on, 
you win 500. If you put a grand on, you win $50,000, Gary. And guess what? It ain't 50, 50 to 1 for the next guy standing in the queue. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, then. So we're going to have a break for a couple of weeks and then up to Queensland with our man on the ground, Tuffy. Do you know Tuffy? Yeah, really yeah. Tuffy. With, with the inside running to line up some long shots. He follows our podcast and now it's now it's a, it's a turn for the world to follow him. Maybe even the Queen, as the so uh, tacky tells so us. So Tuffy's going to send us down some tips, is he, each week? Yeah, when we're there, we, he's a bit more evasive than that, but he's going to be involved with picking the winners. Tuffy was at Caulfield with us one week, and I don't remember him doing too well. No, he's going to be involved. Good. <laughs> See what he comes up with. He's retired now, so he might have a bit more time. Nearing the end of the autumn carnival, probably will go down in history, Gaza, as for some of the greatest races in front of some really small crowds, uh, with the world watching. You know, on TV, really. Yeah. But, um, thanks, for everybody, for tuning in. We'll be doing one or two more podcasts, depending on the races not being cancelled, rain, bushfires, Gaza. Then after a small break, we'll come back with a monster big tip star show to open up the Spring Carnival. Okay. Hey, thinking of getting a guest speaker to open the Spring Carnival for the, from the horse racing fraternity? Who do you reckon we should get? We should get someone that's pretty good. Oh, what about Bart Cummings? I reckon he's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> Any problems there? Yeah, maybe his son or his grandson. <laughs> yeah. You can have that Someone's at any old. Someone's still around, eh? That's what we want to hear. Thank you for listening to Tipstars Group 1 Horse Racing. Further information can be found at tipstars.com.au. And remember, please gamble responsibly. This episode was brought to you by Nishmark, your right-hand team for digital marketing, social media and podcasting. Thinking of starting a podcast? You do the talking, we do the tech. Contact Nishmark to get started. Mm-hmm.